You are now listening to the Fight, Fights Like a Girl, Girl podcast with Big Fridge and GQ Smooth. already know what's going on it's the head not to tell it's gq smooth it's gq underscore sm0th you can find me on ig and i know you hear my voice it's a little messed up because i've been yelling got my friend in town so we just been screaming because we're random and shit <laughs> so uh, i'm gonna just introduce her she's a special guest Tell me what your name is. It's Lisa. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> there it is. Lisa it's, is in the building. Oh, I love Lisa. That was my girl for sure. I'm so happy to be with her, man. It's cold. If you know, you know. There ain't no doubt. Some of the greatest videos ever. <laughs> so, uh, also, of course, I have my other half of the podcast with me. Yeah, the refrigerator done great. And you know where to find me for this short at gmail.com. You know, fights like girl 614, all that jazz. You know, hit me up and hit us up. You know what it is. You hate it, you love it. Talk to us. Yeah. All right. So, with that being said, if y'all can bear with me on my voice, then we'll get into the first topic. So, I was thinking, let's let's touch on the pressures of being a youth. Mm. I'm not talking about, like, peer pressure and stuff right. like that. Right. I'm talking about the stuff deeper than that. The stuff that people overlook, especially your parents. Right. Like, let's talk about how parents are disappointed Sometimes because their child does not turn out into who they want them to be. Yeah. That's a major pressure. Yeah. As a father, I feel like that. I felt like that right now. I had no reason to feel like that because people got to unfold and blossom into who they going to be. And it ain't about acceptance. I don't like that acceptance shit because that's more tolerating a motherfucker. What is you going to tolerate somebody for? Just, you know, really embrace them and love them. You know what I'm saying? For who and what they are. You know, and the shit that you don't like about them, don't fuck with it. But, yeah, I mean, that's some bullshit, man. And it fucks a lot of people up with that. You know, moms and them motherfucking disappointed in you. You sit up there, you go to school, you kiss all the ass you can. But, yeah, okay, you might be a motherfucking freak and shit. Nigga, so what? You know what I'm saying? What, Who's what is that? that? What is that? Elaborate on that Yeah. What is the freak piece you that know, you speak I'm of? I'm just saying, you know. Maybe <clears throat> you like, you know what I'm saying? Doing porn on the weekend. I don't know whatever your motherfucking thing is, man. Some people like feather dusters round up their ass. I don't know, but whatever floats your motherfucking boat, I'm all for it. I ain't got to be in there with your motherfucking ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what else do you think is like a pressure that face youth? <clears throat> the whackness of uh, the clothes they got to wear. I remember growing <laughs> Yeah, this shit, man. My shit was whack. We had this shit called Tough Kids and shit out of J.C. Penny. Boy, you put the motherfuckers on, you be looking like uh, Bookman from Good Times. You be fucked up in the game. Ain't no bitches hollering at you with no Tough Skins on and shit on some Husky shit. Oh, it's terrible. So to clarify, clothes. Yes. <laughs> okay. 
That's all more for uniforms in school, because, man, come on now, shit. You should be judged on your cleanliness all the time, but not by the labels that you wear. That was tough, man. <clears throat> See, I'm, t- I'm speaking more on the angle of, like, the things that really matter within your youth that mm-hmm. develops them into an adult. Word, right. You know what I mean? That's real like, shit. Yeah, ain't no doubt. I, like, I, let's, go, let's go into this. Because, you know, we was taking a comical turn. But, I mean, let's get into clinical psychology for a minute. And one of my favorite terms, of course, is emotional genetics. Love it. Love the term emotional genetics, you know. And we pass the shit down, you know. It's particularly us, the African set. We passing this bullshit down from old, you know, Willie Lynch, Jim Crow, back in 1429 and all that bullshit. We still calling each other heifers, bitches, and niggas, you know. That's part of emotional genetics, because as much as we might use these terms, these derogatory terms, this shit is wrong. This shit is wrong as fuck, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah that, shit, that shit is real, man. It's just like, uh, you ain't gonna be shit just like your daddy. That shit is very common in our household, you know, particularly when the father rolls out. Mm-hmm. And that shit does something to a young male's <clears throat> psyche. It fucks us up, because... It lowers our expectation. I never forget. I was in Lee County, Virginia, on the tier, and one of my little niggas out of South Carolina and shit. They go that derogatory term again. He was hollering some shit, and I'm like, "Man, nigga, you ain't shit." He looked at me like, "Man, my mama Ben told me that," and kept on talking like it wasn't shit. He didn't accept the fact that he ain't worth two dead flies. I fuck with him because I know he ain't shit. There ain't no problem with that. I know if you come at me for some money, I'm never gonna see that shit again. So I'm gonna give it to you. I'm the dummy. But at the end of the day, that shapes us into who and what we are. Why do you think? Some parents choose to respond like that, though. Like, if they know... Like, you're talking to kids at the end of the day. You're not talking to, like, a fully developed adult mentally or physically. Mm -hmm. So why would a parent just say something like that to them? For the same reason why a 14-year-old can marry a 30-year-old in another country. It's because what you've been taught to accept. And becomes a norm. And you don't know you being cruel and unjust and uh, just foul as shit. You don't know that you hurting the fuck out of them, but I'd rather you beat the shit out of me with a pole or a belt. You don't know that shit because it was what was taught to the motherfuckers who taught you that shit. And it was taught to the motherfuckers who taught you that shit. And it's usually a white motherfucker with a motherfucking whip in his hand, goddamn, and a Sally with a motherfucking whip in her hand who taught us this bullshit. See, to me, I guess it's just common, <clears throat> common sense because... It's like, you know you don't have no right saying that. Like, you wouldn't say that to your employer. Yeah. So why would you say it to your child? Ain't no doubt. Ain't no doubt. But when you come up hearing that shit all the time, <clears throat> if you kick a dog in the ass every day, eventually you ain't kicking a dog in the ass. You just saying hi on your way in the door. Now, the dog going to accept it or one day going to bite the shit out of your ass. I was talking about this with some family earlier about how, um, just how it travels down through generation to generation. And we went to our my, like my great grandmother, and she was she was ruthless, but that's how they learned. And my dad's dad was even worse. Like they didn't have there was like you had no opinion, you getting beat right for anything, or it way worse than a dish being in the sink, or it's being you know he just it's, it was really on some mystery and uh, the color purple stuff like for real. So that traveled down to my dad. Which, and then you recommend these people got military backgrounds and everything mm-hmm. else. You got society on top of them. You got uh, status quo you're supposed to meet up with and so, all that. And I think that, that horrible all, ass male ego. I think all that goes into not being able to 
compartmentalize your duty as a parent and then your your life. Like you putting that, I mean your uh your outside influences. You putting that all together. So now you come home from your job, you pissed off. Fuck Bob. Whatever. Why am I house clean? Oh, now I'm going off. You know what I mean? I'm so going basically, I think you parents is bullying people because they absolutely. they feeling bullied by society. Absolutely. Or or and it's triggering when you have a kid that triggers everything in you. That triggers all your childhood stuff. That triggers everything that you have ever been through, and you have the opportunity to to uh, respond to it differently. But most of the time, we're still human, and we still got natural responses. And most of the time, it's a lash out because we have not learned to control and learn from past generations, especially when you're doing mental health work, period. That is very true. I definitely agree with that. But at the same time, it's just like, (coughs) if you're supposed to be so much older and so much wiser than me, (laughs) then why have you not done the work within yourself already? Like, I know it's easier said than done, but I feel like deep down inside, you know what you need to be doing, and you know that you wouldn't want to be treated this way, so why have this trickle down another generation when you already know what you're doing is wrong? And then maybe some of them don't know. I think think some of them do not know because that's just... They, and they and yeah. what's good about this generation, we have the information to know better. Like for real, like, it's been proven. This is this is wrong. Right. Stop. Mm-hmm. Now that you know better, I want you to do better. True. So it's like whoever's having kids right now with all this information now on how psychology works, how your words, how all that, they have no excuse. Now if you still out here talking to your kids like they crazy, that's. <sighs> You just being ignorant at this point. But can we? <clears throat> we can also say that about drugs too, because it's just like we all know what crack did. You know what I mean? Right. So if you're like 18 years old and you're like, all right, I'm gonna try this crack, it's just like, bruh, now True. come on, now I everybody in their family got a couple crackheads that they know. Like, for sure. It's like one or two crackheads in every family. (laughs) And it is like... Three of mine. Hell no. Right? I I wasn't supposed to that. I'm just saying, though. So it's just like... I guess it just depends on the individual at the end of the day. But I feel like... I came from a family where it was just like... Even when I spoke my opinion about it, it's just like they just don't want to hear it. And it's just like, why are you not even receptive to hear an opinion from somebody else? Because why? I'm 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 a child and I even my band director used to say, You were to be seen and not heard. So what? yeah, my band director would say that. <coughs> Seriously. <coughs> We gotta get video, guys. <laughs> we really do. Oh, shit, excuse me. It's not a COVID alert or outbreak. <laughs> anyway, shit. He's a water guy. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> a minute and a half of trash yeah. that I will not be editing out. Yeah. Oh, 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 you see. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> they are. Well, 
let the blooper real happen. Fuck it. <laughs> at this point, I'm putting the bottle, the uh, alcohol bottle, lid on top of the motherfucking bottle. <laughs> so, yeah, so I was going down. But it's a sad situation. But now I got to, now I've done half my episode, excuse me, I got to defend the parents. Yeah, it wouldn't be right if you don't. Because as a parent, everybody else's kid, I am, you know, Uncle Fred, you be cool, man. When it comes to my own kids, I'm Sergeant fucking Slaughter. And that's some bullshit. Because I be hearing myself, but I correct myself as I am talking to teach the lessons that should have been taught to me. Right? And I just pray that they pass them down as well. So, you know, we got some incidents that happen and shit. And instead of just going off on them, I basically, you know, cite one on one their ass just a little bit, get in their head, and see where they stand with certain things. And then. Really just dealt with it. Like, man, I wish somebody would have did this for me. How do you feel about, like, physical discipline? Hey, now and then you got to kick somebody's ass. I mean, that's part of life. <laughs> Violence. Sometimes even sex get violent, nigga. Shit, you know how it go down, nigga. Shit, it is what it is. That's true. No doubt, so. I'm just saying, because <clears throat> I just feel like, I guess after a certain age, it's really not effective. Oh, yeah, it is not. And it's just like. What is the perfect balance of like physical discipline and like not being like super terrified? Maybe a little fearful. That's always good. Like, yeah. oh, if I do this, I'm gonna get in trouble, so I'm not gonna yeah. do it. Yeah. But everybody need to look up to somebody. They yeah, like, but what is that perfect balance? I think it's early them? ass kicking because even though you know my mom was verbal abuse. <laughs> She was not very physical. I might got like five, six whoopers my whole life, and I deserved like hundreds more. So it was all good with that. But you know, the physical pain, I hated that shit. Like an ass whooping me was like dying. But what was even worse was not being able to kick it because that's when niggas sound like they having the best fun when the lights come five, on out there playing high go giddy o and shit, nigga. Oh shit, nigga, I got to be a part of that, nigga. Oh, I'm gonna say that too. Like, man. My, I feel like mm. being trapped in the house or having my phone taken away was. Worse than getting a whooping. Oh man, shit, yeah. Don't trap me in the crib, goddamn, especially that summer after summer nights. Summer yeah. nights? I laid you out. I was really not allowed to be out past the street lights. It was like, once some street lights come on, bring your ass. Right. That was period. That's cool. I hate to live on y'all street, though. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was your curfew? Street, well, my curfew was, you know, used to be about, you know, 10, 30, 11. At what right? age? You know, 9, 10, 11, 12, you know what I'm saying? Well, I start That's too 12, late. Right? So, <laughs> That's yeah. too late for but, a 12 but, year but, old. You know, Are you not you, worried about your child? Oh, hold up, <laughs> That's, That's too late. Because, you know, the late show is on. <laughs> Yeah. That's how late it is. But this is summer. <laughs> these are summer hours, right? And I always seem like my mom was like neglectful and not like that because I mean, you know, she wanted to see you like around the porches and shit. So she was on that shit. But for real, for real, she was realistic. Once motherfuckers start growing up and start time counting and shit, she like she know the kind of nigga she and them motherfucking gave birth to and shit. Ain't no sense even fighting it. Let the nigga get a little. Let him hang himself. And then when I found out her motherfucking ass was sleep, when she was really sleep, she was sleep sleep. Then it was when the fuck ever I came the fuck home. You know what I'm saying? Because Road was out back then. So was you sneaking out? out? I wasn't sneaking out. I leave and then I know. Once her ass is asleep and she hears some music See, in that motherfucking room, I, about. I ain't coming back home. So I feel like it. See, this is what I be talking about with these kids too in a sense. Because yeah. it's like, now you know. 
Like right. I'm sleeping. You I'm thinking you in the house. Now mm-hmm. that's wrong. That's too. it. Yeah. They're that's... not thinking about that though. Yeah, I guess the kid ain't at thinking about No, we actually that. give great consideration about that. How am I gonna get around it? So they think about it really hard. So no, they don't get no just no pass. They don't you know what I'm saying? They like nigga shit. Am I gonna get this off? Mm-hmm. Get damn too. Though. I got a lot of stuff off, but it, I ain't never snuck out. Shit, I, mean, I got shit. y'all talking about five, six, what? I got what? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if I was just doing stupid shit all the time, or my dad was just really anal. I, we got our ass damn. beat. Wow. We knew right. not to speak when it was you. You get you get sense the energy yeah. down the street. Oh man, I hate that shit. Oh yeah. See, I oh, absolutely! Like, it I, was, it was, we, it, it was, was a pins death and needles. March, wasn't it? it absolutely was all, all day. Man. See, yeah. I feel like that so would make me like be resentful, know. like if I did that to my child. Like, I, I don't want to say excessive, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to. I just put it to you, he didn't know no better, because his dad was crazy too. I mean, I, I get that, but you. It's like you don't know no better, but you... I mean, because I get it. Like, I'm not trying to rag on parents or anything because I don't have kids myself, but it's just like... There's no no manual of how to parent. So, like, I get it. Like, it's kind of like you just uh, figure it out as you go. But you're so prosecutorial, though. Let's talk about your ignorant ass for a minute. Woo! This why my voice is gone. A lot of this woos this week. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you know, when you get on some bullshit, you live on it and you know it. And I see in your eyes, you be like, you know I'm wrong, but fuck that. And am I wrong or am I right? It depends on the situation. Right, see what I'm saying? So <laughs> it ain't, ain't got just for that. That is what it is. So just, just have that kind of sympathy for the other asshole. And the other asshole. And then you start understanding people a lot better. Because, uh, you know, man must be what he know and not what he's told, as it was once written. That means men, kind, women too, right? So, in order to really know something, you have to step into those shoes. And you yeah. have been stubborn as fuck because it's in your bloodline. It's in our bloodlines, goddammit. So, it is what it is. And knowing that... Think about how stubborn you feel like they acted. Apply it to yourself, apply it to them, and apply it to them, and then then base your judgment. I got you, but I feel like I could live a little bit better if you would just, like, just at least listen to my opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just at least, like, it's just like, I hate saying this, but it just feels like they got, like, a slave mentality. Yeah, like, my yeah. mom's generation, like, yeah. they don't want to... They just satisfied in general with, you know, getting a good job versus just, you know, maybe getting a career or starting a business. And they're satisfied with, like, just accepting, like, certain things, especially as being a black person. And I'm not here for that (laughs) at all. And it's just, like, to me, it's sad. And then when I try to, like, explain myself and my action, and it's just, like... Especially now, like, have I not even proven to you that I'm responsible, I'm trustworthy, I've I've done your plan. I went through whatever you told me to do, and I did it, and that's still not even good enough. And that's what I'm talking about. It's like, you're never happy. Like, I literally did your plan. I did what you wanted me to do, and you're still not happy that I did it. 
and it's still not enough. That's where I'm uh, confused and frustrated well, about. Maybe maybe it's because her, her outcome or vision of you still hasn't happened yet, no matter what. Like, whatever she envisions you to be, whatever she envisions your life to be right now at this point, she's still like, that ain't it. Right. <laughs> and she got her hands crossed and she's tapping her foot and she just pouting. But my thing is... Oh, but the real reality is, you know that's true too. But but whatever I acknowledge that I have I done more. See, I have done point. more, I, but in reality, on, I but, have done more than you expected. That's true, but acknowledge that it don't matter. Like you can exceed somebody's expectations, they still like oh, that ain't what you was made for, and even you know it because you are after a thing or two. So can't put all your business out there, but you know. So I mean, just acknowledge the fact that okay, huh. But at the end of the motherfucking day, you know you done done right by him. You can rest easy knowing that shit. And I do, because at this point, it's just like... Ain't gonna continue I, to do I, right yeah, by him. I, I rest grown, easy knowing that I shit. And it's just like, I ain't gave you, yeah. you know, all and more. Ain't gonna give you some up. And you for you saying? to, like, potentially to keep ragging on me, it's just like, give me support. I feel like a lot of parents, they think they give support. And they're really lacking support in a lot of ways, too. Have you ever seen those dragon moms? You know what I'm saying? The Chinese is a book. What was that? Cold heart, blood, whatever the fuck. It's a bad motherfucker, right? But they talk about how rigorous it is, how rigorous it is for Asian children to come up in those households. And even Jewish children, because you taught early in the game. You're going to learn violin, which is rigorous off the rip. You know what I'm saying? Mentally and physically, right? And you get set into this cast. And then you basically... All these activities lead you to a pipeline that leads you to a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, if you're a bum motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and if you're a Japanese, goddammit, you just house right into Mitsubishi and all these motherfucking 200, 300, 400, 500 year old companies over in motherfucking Japan and shit with the same last name, all that shit, you know, so when it comes down to it, just accept the fact that you know you done exceeded one's expectations. You got to do your motherfucking one too. But eventually, you got to just drop shit. I remember that movie, The Devil's Advocate, where the devil told that motherfucking nigga, I thought it was some gangster shit. I fucked with Al on that joint. He said, nigga, guilt is like a motherfucking bag of bricks. Nigga, just drop the motherfuckers. I dropped the motherfuckers at will. At will. I would carry that guilt for a while because I believe that you should make a reparation if you wrong a person. And if I wrong an individual, I am sincerely fucked up about that. And I care, but eventually, goddamn, I'll see if I ain't no forgiveness down the pipeline. I really ain't got another motherfucking time and I would drop that motherfucking <clears throat> shit not paying this shit no motherfucking attention no more because I gave my patents. What? That's it. I got one more question too. Mm-hmm. What is it in general? Because I've seen it happen on multiple occasions with different people. What is it about like black parents especially not wanting to Admit that they were wrong or right. even say sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that about? Yeah, signs of because, yeah. I mean, there are times where you'd be like, okay, I maybe I was a little harsh. You know what I mean? Like, And I get it. There's beauty within the struggle. Like, I was just doing this to make them, you know, work harder or whatever. So I get stuff like that. But it is like you get older and then you bring it up to them like, man, why you? Why was you doing that? Like, and they like, well, you, 
you you got where you got, didn't you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think they can deal with that type of... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think they can handle that. I think they need to always feel very inferior. Like, always on top, no matter what. I'm never going to admit that I'm wrong. I raised you. I fed you. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter that I hurt. It don't matter. You lie, ain't you? Right. For real. Yeah, like, right. I remember my day saying... I, I don't have to. I need to love you. I don't have to, like for real. Like you, you here. You the days eighteen. You can get out now. Like it don't matter. Oh, and I hate. You know what I mean? Like you kick, had me. Yeah. What the hell? I hate when parents kick uh, kids out like when they're eighteen because it's just like now you know I'm not ready. Well, for the most part, a lot of kids do though. Like yeah. because they had to like you know fend for themselves. It's you know different circumstances prepared them, but. At the end of the day, those are the same kids I see with multiple evictions, no educational background, like, in and out of jail. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because your parents was like, well, you, you think you grown, then go be grown. go." And I get it because at a certain point, it's just like, you are legal, and I can't, I can't take, especially if you want some bullshit, like, I can't take you bringing all this drama to my crib and... So, like, I get, like, I see both sides of the coin in this discussion, but I just want, especially this conversation for me, is more so triggered toward the older set of parents because those are the ones, to me, who are just, like, so, you know, like, harsh. They kind of harsh in a sense. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. But, I mean, they come from hard times, though. Times you cry, couldn't imagine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is BC and shit. I ain't talking about just before crack, goddammit. You know what I'm saying? I'm four <laughs> color people can do anything. That BC, goddammit. They right. tell from that bullshit. And I mean, it was Pepper Parish. I mean, in order to survive, you had to have 13 kids. They talk that childbearing hip shit. Y'all motherfuckers, they look at y'all like, y'all wasting that shit. Nigga, y'all supposed to be in your fifth game right now. Nigga, but, I'm I mean, not working then, on the farm. What do I need 13 kids but, for? Hold up, but now your ass is <laughs> in the inner city, goddammit. You talking about Germantown and shit. We, we talking about Germantown. We talking about a bunch of motherfucking Germans who hate niggas first. You understand? And they mad because they at the bottom of the motherfucking totem pole and they going motherfucking hunt and stalk your motherfucking ass. And then you got internal feeding because black people hate black people. We're taught to hate one another. All right, yeah. so therefore you got to have a big family, fend yourself all around your motherfucking neighbors, nigga, your outside influences, nigga, and just all this dumb ass shit in general. So yeah, you ain't have a whole lot of time to be petting a motherfucker because you about to get eight motherfucker. Mm-hmm. We talking about the time where the mama was the motherfucking head of the family household and shit, and the motherfucking father was the head of the family. And so she say, move the couch and rearrange and put the shit on the ceiling. Do what your mama said. And when the motherfucker get the burning crosses in your motherfucking yard, mama like, nigga, what we gonna do? He like, nigga, get the gauge. And they start putting the fire poker in the fire. All that bullshit. Right? You come some fucked up times where your ass was dying. Like general shit. When last time you worried about the measles, baby? Don't get that fucked up. That shit was wiping shit out. You don't think about that shit. We got COVID in our generation. What's up? Well, well, how about polio then, motherfucker? Let's talk about a short leg then, nigga. You ain't got to worry about that. Live through that, motherfucker. We lived through the crack air. Yeah, that's great. That was some fucked up shit. uh, HIV AIDS uh, thing. We we lived through. Every generation has their own set of struggles. Thank you. You said it all. I said all that to say that. And that's what shapes you. And that's what you pass down. But somebody got to have a stopgap. 
embrace those parts of the O. Use the strength. Because you can't keep petting a motherfucker. Sometimes love ain't always a kiss in the lips. Sometimes it's a nice swift kick in the ass. You understand? I get it. And pressure, so, you know, you got to dig in there. You get diamonds. Yeah, 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 yeah. no doubt. Like, but sometimes what I'm saying is it's is too much pressure. Like, yeah. hey, you got to chill, bro. When and no one is I, for me. Yeah. I can say that pressure has crippled me. Right. Crippled. I hate that. I, that pressure has crippled me. I don't do nothing. That's honest as fuck. For real. Honestly, and so. I know a lot of people like that too. Mm, like, so I mean, because I don't know, because especially if you luckily I have a bigger family too, so that plays a part too. So when I felt like my parents, I couldn't talk to them, there were other aunts and yeah. uncles that I could felt comfortable and safe talking with. There were older cousins, even you, you know what I mean, feel safe talking with. That will help me work through and explain some some things that maybe I just wasn't getting. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that came off harsh, but this is what she meant. And and it's just like, it's not what you say. It's like how you say it, too. Like, Yeah, no doubt. That's really important. Because as I tell you, you can say the right thing at the wrong fucking time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's build on that. That's some real shit right there. Your delivery is everything, for real. Shit, man. I mean... I think for the most part, a lot of parents do come from a place of love. And they just want you to, like, succeed and just, like, be better and be successful. And they're grateful for you not having to go through those, you know, hardships. Because even with, like, the racism piece and everything, it was way, way worse than what we have now. Well, let's go sexual real quick, right? Not to cut you off. But even with that, right, it's like... Let's just say that no matter what sexual orientation or where the fuck ever, your parents see you about to fuck with somebody that they fucked with at your same age. And they're like, please, for the love of God, don't fuck this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Nobody going to do to you. It's a 20-year struggle. You know what I'm saying? This is 20-year dick or pussy we talking about. It's a 20-year. You done seen motherfuckers trapped in that shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, but they, and then they ram it down your throat. And a lot of times you run towards it because it's good any motherfucking way. You run towards that dumbass shit. And then history repeats itself. And so they go kind of hard, right? But, a pint, you, know, you know, a pint of experience is worth more than a gallon of advice at the same s- time. You better snort that shit. That's right. That's right. <laughs> snort that shit? Go ahead. I mean, you, you giving up lies a good game. Go ahead and do that shit. I'm just shit. saying, yeah. like... I don't know, I'm like, I know back. everybody got to learn to make their own mistakes, but sometimes I'm just, like, lighten up. But then, this is why I straddle the fence a lot, because it's like, now I've seen parents who are light on their kids, right. and they're total, like, a total mess. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? And then, and then I see parents shit. who are hard on their kids, and they're a total mess. Right. And then I've seen the opposite with both as well. Right. So it's just like, I don't even know the happy medium. <laughs> and then it's the parent and it's scary. <laughs> very. It's scary. Very, very. Like, scary. you are technically could be responsible for fucking up your child's psyche oh, as an yeah. adult. Yeah. I feel like the could be is just, that's just not happen. Right. In general, but depending on what kind of parent you are and what you did, that could be ten times worse. You could have, like, your actions could have contributed to a sociopath 
and a serial killer. You know what I mean? Like, what's the word again? What's that term again? <laughs> Emotional genetics. We keep I think, and so I, that's one, two, three, four, five. That's the thing too. I don't think enough people give. You know, um, emotional, you know, abuse. I don't think that. I think they take it as a joke in a sense because it's not. It's not something tangible that you can really see. Right. Like you know, what I mean, like you can see the scars. You can see I don't have food, right. but you cannot see what's going on in my mind because of what you said to me. Yeah, no doubt, that's real shit there. So I just went. I ain't really got nothing else. That is my spiel. Nah, but really. oh. I just want people in general to, not even with their kids, mm -hmm. just in general, just start thinking about how you treat people, even if it's a stranger. Mm. I'm just saying, like, you can Reverend really make it. I'm just saying, you can make somebody snap for real. You like, you know what I mean? Somebody yeah. in the grocery store, yeah. just for you being rude to them. And that could be the straw that break the camel's back. Like, yeah. And people so quick to be like, I feel like I'm ranting. People be so quick Ramping. to be uh, like, treat others the way you want to be treated, but they be the same people not treating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I got a friend like that. Oh, bad Christian <laughs> motherfuckers. See, <laughs> this man, I got a friend who always talking shit, rude, get smart with people all the time. And then when somebody do it to her, she want to clam up and get sensitive. Right. It's just like, well, you do this seven days a week. <laughs> it's your normal. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you crying now? Right. Like that, you just you just got dished back. Right. What somebody been dishing? You been dishing out for so long. That's what I don't understand. I'm like, right. man, America. I like it. Right. It's weird. Shit, but I mean, just like everything else, like emotional genetics. You don't know nothing else, shit. Hey, you're definitely going to like America. It's the only devil you know. And they say yeah. stick to the devil you know. People, personalities. I get it. They're all different. But I don't know. I just want us to think a little bit more about what we do to people and how it could affect them in the long run. Yeah, I agree. Like, I might have, like, said something to somebody, and like, and it might still be affecting them to this day. And I'm like... Nigga, we was in middle school. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, I don't know. I think that's kind of sad. I wish I could take a lot of this stuff back. You know, words mean things and they have power. Right. So, that's just my spill on the whole, whole thing. Don't figure. Well, that was yeah. Jerry's final thought. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jerry Springer, we doing the yeah, final thought. That's yeah. what I felt like I was doing today. Yeah, no, except for, unfortunately, there would be no midget sliding down the pole at the end of the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hope so. You got to say I little people, know. I think. Little people? Yeah. But you can still call me morbidly obese, and I got to say little people? Yeah, Get the times fuck out of here. That shit is like icky, man. Times has changed, yeah. baby. You well, can't really say too much of anything. Now. I might as well add me a letter there, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? Those who ain't fat people, yeah. Yeah, you can totally do that. Actually, yes, yeah. that's, ah, that's that where we are. Sucks. Everybody can do whatever they want. Oh, <laughs> that's so bad. And that's how it is. Though. Oh well. <laughs> well, so anybody else got any closing arguments? Oh hell no! I'm just happy that you know, uh, Pamp and Lisa stepped through the motherfucking <laughs> door, man, and. You know, bless us with a motherfucking grace and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's, hey, that's it. That's all. That's what's happening. Yeah. So 
Thanks for having me. Always good to be with the G and the Q. Snazzy, snazzy place. Word. (laughs) Sharper image type shit, baby. Well, for all of you who listen to the end. (laughs) (laughs) That's some late night shit right here. I like this shit. This is my kind of atmosphere. I thank you for bearing with my voice. Like I said, it was a lot of woo-hoos this weekend. Praise God. Um, And a lot more to come. Yeah, for sure. I'm GQ Smooth. That's GQ underscore SM0OTH. You can find me on IG. I feel like a teenage boy with that voice cracking. Uh, uh, you sound like DMX. Word the mother. <laughs> oh, who else we got in here? We got Lisa. Ooh, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. You got the refrigerator, Doug Grader. See you later. All right, we out. Hey.